Brandon Spivey. And we are Mark Out Movie Podcasters. And on today's episode, we are going to be reviewing uh, the two, 2016 uh, Korean horror film, Train to Busan. Uh, but before we get into that, Brandon, I wanted to get your response and reaction to something. You ready? Okay. Next Halloween, when the sun sets and someone is alone, he kills. That was Halloween Kills, the second teaser trailer that dropped out, uh, dropped yesterday, I want to say. Um, and uh, Brandon, your thoughts? When she screams Michael, I get an orgasmic feeling. <laughs> uh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with it. No, no, I mean, I just, I, I get so excited. That's what it means. <laughs> I mean, never mind. <laughs> I, I just get when she screams Michael because I remember H2O, she screamed, Michael! Did we get it here too? And I, I just, it's a throwback to that, but it's, I just, I feel it. I feel that little teaser trailer. I feel can't it wait. in your bones and body. Yes. And I keep on feeling it will break something. Oh, by the way, if anybody's watching this, uh, try to comment on Facebook. I will try to keep checking that periodically. Uh, Brandon will check our uh, actual page and I will uh, also if you're on watching this on YouTube you can comment directly and it'll show up and I will uh, see it like Tiffany Lynn Anderson says orgasmic orgasmic Tiffany <laughs> orgasmic there, there you go so yeah all yeah. right, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Tiffany. Yeah, it was, it was, I was not ready, but yeah, uh, I think that it was, uh, it's good to see. Um, it's always good to see anything with Michael. Uh, give me just a moment. It's good to see anything with Michael, and just I'm happy, I'm excited. I wish it was coming out this year, but unfortunately, uh, COVID yeah. killed everything. It uh, does. It kills it all. I mean, I almost killed Bond out of theaters, but you know, they did not. They're, they're yeah. still going to theaters in April. So, uh, but yeah. So you're excited. I'm feeling oh, yeah. orgasmic. <laughs> We're feeling We're good. Feeling some things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it's. Uh, I think that it's it's important for us to really enjoy the. Uh, the movie, I think that I wish that it was coming in theaters right now. I understand why they want to wait and prolong it because they want to get the audience. The audience would be there for it. Uh, it's just that, you know, we got to wait till the audience gets back in theaters. Unfortunately, Tenet wasn't the one to bring them in. But something like Halloween is surely to bring in the audience. Something like Wonder Woman may possibly bring in the audience. Something like Black Widow probably bring an audience, but Tenet yeah. wasn't the one, unfortunately. 
uh, I think any big franchise would bring in the audience. Uh, Halloween, uh, if a Friday the 13th movie was coming, I think that would bring in an audience. Uh, Star Wars, you know, anything that's big, it's got a massive following. Tenet, though, it's Christopher Nolan's fan base, and I don't think he's as big as he thinks he is. <laughs> it's just my opinion, but, you know, I don't. I think he All thought right. he was going to bring in massive numbers, and he unfortunately didn't for him. We and got a comment. We got a okay. comment. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> the, I guess um, probably the orgasmic comment. This is where I just, I, I just, it's exciting. That's that's, that's what I mean by it. It's just, it's, number, I'll just go with it's exciting is from the here on out. Fan. She's the number one fan of uh, the Market Movie Podcast, and. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Elizabeth. Beth, um, is who we call her. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we are talking not about Halloween, um, but we are talking about another movie that we watched recently, uh, Train to Busan, and uh, and here we go with a little bit of the footage of it, and then we'll come back to you. I don't want to show the whole thing, but uh, because it's a pretty long trailer. But yeah, Train to Busan came out in 2016. I don't know why I keep saying it that way. Uh, it is a Korean horror film. Um, I think it's a little bit more than just a horror film. Uh, oh, while a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive on the train from show. I, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's pronounced show. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Or is it so to Busan? And uh, I will not butcher anyone's name because <laughs> I don't want to do that. Because um, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible. Uh, but it stars yeah, a me. lot of people. Uh, Brandon, go ahead and hit them with the scores because I don't want to butcher no one's name, Brandon. All right. Uh, the scores are as follows. Got a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Metacritic gives it a 72%. 96% like it on Google. Uh, Rotten Tomato score is 94%. So it's it's certified fresh. Certified fresh. <laughs> and the yes, audience score on that is 88%. It's got a big uh, popcorn, bag of popcorn right along with it. So okay. it is not rotten. That's good. It's, I'm glad it's not rotten. Um, yeah, we we enjoyed the movie uh, Train to Busan. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, let me for, right off the top. Let me ask you. Yes. Who was your favorite character? I bet you I know it. Uh. You ain't gotta say his name or her name. 
I don't know the character's name. That 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 is the thing. I, I couldn't tell you one character's name, but I will. I'll, I'll give you three. I'll give you the father. I liked his story because he, when you first meet him, he's so selfish. He comes off like he only cares for himself. I like his daughter a lot. Uh, I think she is the soul of the movie. I mean, I would just everything going on with her. I, I just love. And the third character is like it's it's the he's he's a stranger to them, but he's like his wife is uh pregnant. Okay. I like this yeah, character a lot. That's that's who I thought you was gonna go with your number one. That's my number one. It's that guy. Yeah, Every time right. he's on the screen, he brings uh he brings another type of level. Uh he's my favorite character. Uh the father is my is my second favorite character. And then um, I would say um, the uh, I would say that it, the third favorite character would be the homeless guy. Uh, yeah, I think, well, he was cool too. I tell you who I did not like. Oh, I know you didn't like. <laughs> Nobody likes that guy. And I'm upset about this movie, but how he's portrayed all the way till the end. Because you expect this guy to to really get it in the end, and I don't feel he did. I don't feel he did. I'm upset about yeah. it. I think, uh, and we'll talk about that. All right. So this movie, uh, for all intents and purposes, I'm going to just refer to uh, the main uh, protagonist guy as the father or the dad. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the daughter uh, and then um, the expecting father and yeah. uh, uh, the pregnant woman and then you, the homeless man and then the the butthole. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the best way I can describe the guy. He's he's a butthole. Um, but yeah, so the uh, the father, uh, he has a job as a uh, I don't know if it's hedge funds or what. I forgot what they called it. But he his job is essentially to oversee a lot of people, and uh, it seems like he cut corners in his job. First thing we see is um, like I guess there's a chemical spill at the biotech. Uh, uh, lab and yep. they're trying to clear the air and then you see uh, a man who's driving like garbage I guess or waste coming through and he is trying to answer his phone he's not paying attention and he hits a deer doe a deer a female deer and yeah. uh, he hits it and uh, and the deer is dead like you see the, the you know the tracks on the road and everything but then the deer pops up like and bones kind of crack back in place, and the, the eyes are glossed over, and it runs off into the woods. Um, and Train to Busan, the movie starts. Um, so you meet the father, and like you, like Brandon said, the father seems like into himself, doesn't really pay attention to his kid. Uh, buys her the same Christmas gift and uh, birthday gift, like it's maybe once or twice in a row, uh, and uh, just just like checked out essentially. And the daughter, it seems like she's had enough and uh, she wants to go be here with, be with her mom for her birthday. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. Well, and as you said, he bought her birthday gift, uh, a Wii. <laughs> and she already had one. And that, and that's just embarrassing, man. That's just embarrassing when you get your own child a gift they already had. Uh, 
I, I assist, I'm like, yeah, come on, you could at least got a Wii U, man. Come on. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you just um, at that point in time, I'm like, I was like, I agree with you. The guy's checked out. Uh, doesn't really know what's going on with this little girl. You find out that he's. I, I'm assuming they're separated. Him and the wife. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and not divorced yet, but separated. And he doesn't want his little girl to go to Busan. Is that how you pronounce it, Busan? Busan. Busan. Okay. And that's where the the wife is. The mom is. He doesn't really want to take her because he's too busy at work. He says, and this is just a terrible excuse. And his her grandmother actually convinces him to take her and. I liked her character for the limited time she was in it, but you know, she was the voice of reason for him. Uh, but yeah, he, he was just checked out. I don't know. Um, like, I don't, I don't know was what happened. Like we don't get a explanation what transpired. Not that you need one for a zombie movie, but we just know I, I have three things that I think this is, this movie details hmm. is uh, about loss sacrifice and selfishness mm-hmm. it's the three things i got from this movie that are very strong points and uh with him at first he's selfish you know he's i mean he's a truly selfish person but and you think he's gonna be the most selfish person or at least i did when i was first watching it uh but no he's not <laughs> not at all no, not even no, no. there's a champion of selfishness in this movie and he's there not he the, is not the dad you know, I, I it blew my mind that you could be that selfish. It's, Anyone um, could be that selfish. The that one guy but, that they meet on the train. But I you mean, said I, you, you had two uh, two more points too. Well, I was just saying, yeah, loss. You know, they throughout the whole whole movie, people are dealing with loss. But um, you know, we find out later that the grandmother isn't going to make it, so he's mm-hmm. dealing with loss there. Uh, and a lot of people have to sacrifice themselves to save others throughout the whole movie, which is zombie films, period. But but for on this one, though, it, it means I think I mean I've seen a lot of zombie shows, a lot of zombie films. You see people sacrifice themselves, but this one did it differently. Mm-hmm. I look at this movie as more of a drama than an actual horror film. And yeah, I agree. You know, it's a, it's a more tra- this is I would consider this more of a tragedy. Yeah, like, like it's it's this is like you don't at the end of this film you don't feel like bubbly like oh wow you feel like a deep sadness. Yeah, uh, for the characters for every I'll actually end up like you said before you kind of feel that way for all the characters and you really yeah. for one character you really didn't want to feel that for but then you did because you realized that he is in his own way. Just trying to survive to make it to one person, you know, yeah. and so uh, well, yeah. But uh, oh, but we we'll, we'll get to that when we get to him. But what <laughs> he did, oh, what he so did hard. to survive. See, there's two different ways to survive, and and that's the, and that's the thing that this movie uh, displays is that uh, like with the dad, uh, he started out being like the butthole. He yeah. started out being like that guy. He was like literally going to unlock the door. All right, so when it starts out, uh, a affected person got onto the bus, the train. Um, you know, also a homeless person got onto the train as well, stowaway. Uh, but uh, 
someone, an infected person got onto the train and, um, and was in a bathroom going through their thing essentially. And then came out and started going through the transformation. And that's where broke out, started the outbreak by biting a, uh, I don't know what you call them, stewardess on the train, but you know, uh, a, a worker, uh, someone that is a assistant or something on the train. And um, then that kind of spread to, and they, people t turn fast, like turn really fast. Um, and and then fast. it just started escalating quickly. And at the same time, the dad's daughter got up from the seat and uh, went to use the restroom. But she couldn't use the first restroom because it's occupied with the pregnant woman. It couldn't. She and then the uh, couldn't use the next restroom because I think the homeless person was was stowed in that one. Yeah, I believe so. so. She, and then she found a third restroom towards the end of the train cart, or you know, either the front or the back. I don't know directional. I assume the back is more coach, and up front with more uh, uh, first class almost. So yeah. You know, but she got turned around that way. And um, and so she probably made it towards close towards the back of the train. And uh, that's when the outbreak started. And the father was seeing and he sees her and he grabs her and pulls her in. Um, but he almost locks the door on the uh, dad to be the big dad, <laughs> big daddy, big dad and uh, and his pregnant wife. Uh, yeah, and he had that moment where he could have easily became that character that we don't like. Oh yeah, I mean, at that point in time, I didn't like him. <laughs> you know, I was. And it, it, it's also a good transformation from where he is in the beginning to middle to end because he's always changing as the story unfolds, and I, I think that's good writing. Uh, Good at, I mean, everybody's good in the movie. I think acting wise, like I, honestly, I think you know, it's not my favorite zombie movie, but as far as the acting goes, I would say it's top notch. I don't think there's many other well, I don't even know if I, there is another film uh, that it could beat this in the zombie universe, acting wise, yeah, not just acting wise, but yeah, well, I guess it is acting wise, but not just that in the sense of like these characters. And that's why I said these char these characters feel real and realized, yeah. you know, um, and uh, and like and they and some so you get people to separate. You have uh, the the butthole who separated with the uh, main not the conductor, but I guess the conduct. I don't yeah, know if it's the conductor, the guy that is essentially in charge of. He's not. He's not operating the, the train, yeah. but he's like the guy that oversees the, the comforts of the guests, essentially. Yeah. Um, he's locked in business class or, or first class, essentially, with him and some more people that are surviving, uh, you know. And then uh, in the back, you have, uh, well, at one point, all of them's kind of locked in together, same place. Um, but then they, uh, you know, they, they realized a couple of things about these zombies. Uh, one, they aren't too smart. Most zombies aren't. They're not too smart. He, because uh, the zombie could uh, can't open the door. No, uh, they don't know how it works, um, and they just really just force themselves onto something to open it or whatever. 
it's not like they're banging. I don't even think they're really banging on anything. They're just kind of like yeah. forcing themselves. They're, uh, they're attracted to sound uh, and uh, and human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> really love human flesh. Yeah, but yeah. I will say one issue I have, and I may be, I probably am in the minority here, and I, I realize that. But uh, I hate, I, I disliked the whole darkness thing. Like, they just get distracted by darkness once it's like they're in their attack mode then darkness comes upon you and then they just stop i i don't think i've ever seen that in any zombie film before or but it's interesting it's 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 in my opinion it's it's um recreating the mythos of of zombies uh you know sometimes you can recreate the mythos of something and into its detriment like Twilight, you can make vampires sparkly, <laughs> which is not what we really want, right? From our vampires, we want our vampires yeah. to be like uh, near dark. We want our vampires to be like Lost Boys. We want our vampires to be like Friday Night and uh, and uh, Thirty Days of Night. We want those type of vampires. We don't want sparkly vampires. And, yeah, I, uh, same with the. Oh, oh you uh, about to say something about the sparkly vampires? You know, I wasn't go. That far with hating on it, hating on the zombie film. Uh, well, the darkness situation. You are a minority. Well, that's that's okay too, Tiff. I mean, I could be in a minority, and I'm fine with that. I live there, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, but, yeah. But here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I would never put it in the class for Twilight with sparkling vampires. Um, that's well, just. Oh. What do you mean, like this movie? No, no, I wouldn't put this movie in the same classification. I'm just saying no, I mean, that it, you said when you're changing mythology, they changed oh, it. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. All right, go ahead. Wouldn't put it that far because I don't think you do that to van. I don't think you do that to vampires, werewolves, or any kind of monsters. You don't make them sparkling. You know, I I don't have a nice way of saying it. Uh, you just don't do that. That's a that's a no no. You know, you just don't. I mean, I mean, like me making a Friday the Thirteenth film, making Jason Sparkle. Mm. You know how much hate I would get if I made Jason Sparkle. <laughs> do, do you know? I'm pretty sure you get a lot of it. <laughs> and, and say he took More off than... his shirt and it was all muscle muscles and yeah, muscles. just yeah, muscular. You know, I just he was sparkling. I can see it now. Yeah, I would never work in the business again, which I don't even work in, in, in as as we speak. But if I did, I wouldn't be working further. So that's just something you don't do, in my opinion. And that is not a minority opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, I agree with her as far as what you're saying. No, uh, but I think that, um, no, I think that you can change it to, you can change it something, make it bad, but you can change it for the, for better, I think that it was interesting to have them. I guess because the eyes are kind of glossed over, they're yeah. not really technically seeing anything, but maybe uh, working off a of sight and smell—not sight, but smell and sound—and maybe that's the elements is is to why they are able to find people. It's not so much that they are uh, doing anything. Uh, let me see what we got. Another comment. I'm going to post it up there. Hey, keep them coming. <laughs> hey, Joseph Monk asked, "What the machete sparkle too?" 
in Brandon's uh, world, they probably would. Yeah, Joe, it would. Uh, it was fun too. I mean, why not? <laughs> Be a cool shot to see though with his machete spark sparkling. I agree. The darkness aspect uh, in the movie is definitely an interesting element for them. I, I agree with that, Tiffany. I think that it was uh, an interesting element as far as like, because uh, if not, then you got it. You're it's why why you don't get killed by Jaws is because is because not you're not always in the water. You can sometimes be on land and be safe. You know what I mean. So in this movie, you need some type of aspect to give you some sense of safety and hope, or else you are just screwed the whole through throughout the whole movie. You're already in a tense situation, you know, uh, but you need something that's going to be on your favor, and that that little light thing or, or this darkness that helps that helps so much. And I think that it was a it was added for it. I enjoyed that element of it, but if you don't, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I don't know. I did the Trump hand, but I'm okay with it. But um, <laughs> but anyway, I um, so you have these people on the cart uh, to the train to to Busan. They start. They stop first at another little uh, city to try to get off. Uh, and also, I love the way that this this is shot. I love the way that the um, the uh, the angles that they use the uh, you know how they use like mirrors and things like that just to convey like uh, surreal surrealism. Like uh, there's mm -hmm. a scene towards the towards the end of the movie where um, the dad is washing some of the blood off his hands, um, and he just is shaking. He he hasn't had a chance to really process everything that has happened, and he kind of broke down and melts down like right at that point. Um, and I thought that was very powerful. Um, but I love that aspect of it. But also, I love how the zombies in this movie just kind of stumble upon one another. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? World War Z, when they're stum stumbling on each other, trying to climb climb up. Uh, I think mm -hmm. this is probably Korean's version of World War Z. Uh, I think it's done better than World War Z, actually. I didn't hate World War Z. I'm gonna go ahead, go out on a limb and say that I did not hate that movie. I actually own it on Blu-ray, but I think that this movie is a superior film than that movie because um, I think it was able to accurately tell, uh, make you feel something for the characters, make you feel something for all the characters. I love the uh, I love the guy who, uh, like the the expecting dad, the dad to be. Mm -hmm. I love how he keeps calling. Um, the father of the little girl, um, you jerk, you know, you jerk, you know, go on, you jerk, you know, but he, but at some point he calls him that more like, um, in admiration, almost like a nickname, you know, yeah. jerk. And then also I love that little bit where, so they're fighting their way through, um, cause at one point, all right, so I'm at the part when we, they get, they get off the train and they go into the station uh, and they are starting to separate, going their separate ways. The father and the little girl, they decide to go a different way. And the homeless man's like, no, no. And, and this movie has comedy. That's what I love about it. And the, the homeless guy's like, no, no, I'm going to go with you. 
I, I decided to go this way too. And they're like, why are you? Why aren't you going them? Like, no, no, I decided to go with you because like he's like think there's something to it. Uh, and they were they did the right move by going that way because Brandon, what do they come into when they get down there? Which way did they go? All right, so the father and the daughter and the homeless guy oh, okay. go okay. left essentially, and the other people went down the escalator. What happened? No, the baseball team. Yeah, baseball team and the rest of the passenger. Yeah, yeah they kill yeah, off the people. Yeah, they get they got they all got attacked except for the one scared baseball guy. Don't know his name. He was just scared. He was frightened. He he wouldn't move. Yeah, they were. This is the same scene you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. But I just got we, we got another comment. But uh, real quick, <laughs> I didn't realize that it makes sense. It's connected. It's connected. It's, it's a shared universe. It's a shared universe. <laughs> uh, hey, why not? They, I mean, they're very similar. The zombies are very similar. But go ahead. Yeah, the zombies are very similar. I mean, they're. I think they would be. I don't know if they're faster in this. But both are very fast. Like, legitimately, if you come across zombies like this, you're not surviving. I mean, I don't care. I'm, how, I'm dead. I'm not surviving. I, I can't look, run. I'm, look at my fatness. I'm. I'm not going to make it. Well. I wasn't going to blame Brandon, my you're not going to make it either. You, you I was going to blame my back. Uh, or that. I, yeah. yeah. We'll just call it your back. I, I mean, my, I have had my four birth. back surgeries, and I cannot run anymore. I can't even jog, Aaron. <laughs> There's so many parts in this movie where I would have died. <laughs> There's so many parts. Like, I would have survived. Like, as soon as I seen, like, my, my biggest idea of surviving would have been to been in the cart with the people the snobbish people that's where i would have survived for the most part but uh but i would have probably been right there with them like yeah yeah kick them out but we can't get there but all right go ahead i'm sorry yeah <laughs> anyway they're, they're, uh, <laughs> they're trying to the baseball team gets wiped out so it was a uh, soldiers the they went down there and they're soldiers yeah, but they got wiped out though. Except yeah, for that they one. Got, most of them got wiped out, except for two people. Yeah. And the and two people get separated. They they were sisters. Um, the older the older lady, the grandma, the granny one, and granny two. Yeah, but granny two was wearing a wig that you could tell she wasn't as old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them was clearly not as old. Uh, the other one was actually an older lady. And I remember saying, "Why didn't you just cast?" An older woman. I mean, she was like mama's family. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she really did. Like, she's she was like, she looked like a stunt lady that is wearing a wig to perform a stunt. Yeah, but she doesn't have to be old. That's a, that's how she came across to me. I agree. She did have a wig on, but yeah. So they got separated. Uh, and, and, uh, and two different ways to get on the to the train. Yeah, uh, that's how most of them got broke up, separated. Some yeah. got on. The back end, some got on the front end, and in between those is a bunch of zombies. Um, and uh, then also, like the way that they, the way that the zombies broke through the glass, like I said, they just pile on one another and just mm -hmm. break through stuff. And they kind of, oh, it's like some crazy, crazy great effects. Um, you know, I don't, I won't say bad effects at all. I say actually really good effects. Um, but yeah, I love that aspect of them getting separated. Cause then you're like, okay, the, so everybody has some. So you have one granny 
the actual granny separated with um, the pregnant woman and the little girl and the homeless man. Yeah. And they're in the middle of the cart, sort of like surrounded by zombies. At one end of the cart, you have the dad, the baseball player, and uh, the dad, the baseball player, and uh, the dad to be. And they are like in one at one end of the cart to like the tail end, right? Yeah. And then in the front, you have the socialite people and stuff, and the other granny, and the girlfriend of the baseball player. They're all in one upper cart. You know, and the butthole is there too. Uh, yeah, don't forget the butthole; he's there, and his little mini butthole is there as well. Um, his 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 yes, sir. I do whatever you want, sir. Guy. Yeah, he but, manipulated him. Uh, it, it was oh, for, oh he doesn't care about you, guy. He does not care. He <laughs> knew that from the, from the very start. Like this guy will turn on you the first chance he gets, and he does. And he did, <laughs> and he does. Um, but yeah, so you got this this separation, and um, so now the father, who wouldn't probably normally work with the dad to be, wouldn't normally work with the baseball player kid, uh, have to, you know, nut up right to like essentially, and so they they look through bags, they grab tape and everything to kind of seal. I love. Like the the big dude, the dad to be, he's my favorite character dude. The way he just like be like WWE and rest like uh, Joseph would appreciate that. The dude slamming dudes around, man. I think he even maybe gored someone. I don't know. I thought I seen a, a gore or, or a spear or something, or maybe it's just a big shoulder block or a clothesline. But it was it was nice. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, man. And then like. And they had to fight their way through there. And that's when Brandy didn't like this part with the whole likes. But I like the element because but I agree with you in this sense. Maybe they don't they they don't uh hunt off of scent because scent would still work in darkness. So it's only by sight that the sight sound maybe that they're working. I don't yeah. know. So that's maybe a loophole there. Because because yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in a real situation like that, I don't think darkness is going to stop them from mauling you or anything. And, and this movie took it a serious route. So, I so I, I mean, I don't hate it or anything. I just, it, it just, it's a nitpick mm-hmm. for me. Um, but overall, I like the fact that they do uh, find their victims by sound, though. I, I like that. That's that, I mean, zombies, you know, normally, I mean, I guess they do are, are attracted to by sound, but I don't know. Every little thing just kind of worked, you know, yeah. how they explained it and, and not by talking, but because I'll be honest with you, I didn't pay attention to half of half of the dialogue. I didn't need to, you know, and I, I have trouble with subtitles. As you know, you're very well aware that I do not like to watch movies that have subtitles. So I just didn't even pay attention through half of the subtitles because I could feel the emotion of the movie. Um, you didn't, you didn't, even, they didn't even need to speak. You know, I felt it. But, uh, but what I'm trying to say is, 
I um uh, I don't know. I was just I, I I like that they were attracted by sound. You know, when the lights go out, they were still attracted by sound because they were like one of the baseballs fell, and uh, so they started to go in that direction. And I just uh, I don't know the darkness though. It just it agitated me. All right, I got I got another comment. Keep them coming, guys. Dad to be is saying why. Yeah, that is dad to be. That's my favorite dude. Seriously, Tiffany, he is. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I want to talk about some of the comedy in this movie because this movie has comedic relief that comes. It's not so much one character is comedic relief, but certain situations become comedic or comical. Uh, like all right. So when they're trying to get through the carts, the dad and saying, uh, as she says. <laughs> saying why uh, they try to get through the carts uh, and uh, uh, the father was like hey give me your phone and so he called his he put his phone number in there and he pushed it across the floor and called it and it was a ringtone and they and they uh, and they you know they go chase the sound so they go and run off to the a bathroom they hide they get in the bathroom they sit in there so you have uh, the you have the uh, baseball player on one side uh, saying why dad to be in the middle and the dad is on the other side and they're sitting there and like, they're just kind of ribbing one another. Like one of them's like, like how tall are you? And then like the, to the baseball player, he tries stands up. He's like, oh, you're still short. And then like, uh, he's like, why did you, why did you throw my phone or something like that? And then uh, he said, you're a jerk or something like that. And he's like, why do you have such a sucky ringtone? He says, I, I don't know how to change it. How do you change it? <laughs> you know, it's like having a conversation, like like just to break the uh, break the vibe of, of the monster and horrors that's going on out there. That's I thought that was really funny. And then there's another part that was really funny. It's when they're, being, they're trying to be quiet, uh, the dad and the homeless guy, trying to be quiet. And he's like, three, we're going to leave, right? One, yeah. two, and the dude steps on the <laughs> soda can <laughs> it's like run you know but i thought that was really funny it just oh my goodness but yeah uh you there's was there any parts like that that you liked or did i just talk, talk about the soda can when i actually laughed at that one um you know i was like i was like dude what are you doing <laughs> don't do that <laughs> you know but yeah i, I really because it's honest. I mean, people are going to make these kind of mistakes in in a situation like that, and you know, and it's, uh, but yeah, that that one really stood out to me the most was the soda can. Um, but I agree with you; it has some comic relief throughout the movie with different characters, uh, the situations, you know. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what? Well, I think that was that's the only one that's like that's like the last one I remember. Uh, mm -hmm. Then it went back to being real serious. Uh, and and with that, I think it's fine. I think even that it went back to seriousness because I do yeah. want to ask you about this. Uh, let's talk about some of the people that that made some really big sacrifices in the film. Um, I say that primarily there are two great big sacrifice people to make great sacrifices in the movie 
And uh, two, one, well, two or three people could have survived this movie had it not been for the butthole. Oh yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's so many people that would have survived if it wasn't for him. He's such a yeah. butthole. But uh, oh my goodness, I can't stand that guy. But you know, but anyway, um, the dad to be, same why. Thank you, Tiffany. So that guy, he uh, he, man, he gives a big sacrifice because he knew, like he was trying to hold the door, uh, back so that they can get in. And they they wouldn't let him in, and uh and so, you know he's holding the door, and then one of those, one of the zombies, <laughs> zips up like this, like zip, <laughs> zips up and bites his hand, and uh and he becomes affected, but he holds it back. It's, it reminds me of no uh, spoilers for those who haven't seen Game of Thrones. Uh maybe spoilers. Anybody plan on watching it? Have you seen it? You ain't seen it. I've not seen it. All right, I won't spoil it, but it reminds me of a certain scene in Game of Thrones. If you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Tiffany gave us the name of the butthole. Don suck. <laughs> yeah, he does suck. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Young does suck. No, but uh, but yeah. So uh, the uh guy, the uh Sanquay gives. A sacrifice he he gives himself essentially in order for his wife to survive and the daughter to survive and uh um the dad to survive you know he pretty much and that was just such a powerful scene of him like ho- using all his strength to keep yeah. back the horde it's, imagine all the hordes that is on the other side of that day he's this one man is holding back uh, with the body of another one you know you know is man, what'd you think about that? I thought it was tragic. Um, but yeah, as you said earlier, they wouldn't let them in, they had locked the door and and they just weren't gonna let them in. And he was trying to hold them back with the door, and the father is trying to help. Uh, I think he has a baseball bat with in his hand and he's hitting them with it, and he's it's just doing nothing and so he takes his hand and i I remember when it was happening because the camera went to the hand and it does this twice in the movie and they're both sacrifices and he puts it there at the at the edge of that door and gets bitten and i was like oh no because my heart went out to him and i was like no man (laughs) it's just oh i hate this guy even more now because he's my favorite character man yeah, I hate the a-hole more now because he's getting this guy killed because he won't open that door. But, yeah, he does hold him off. It's just a tragic moment. And here's what I was hoping. When they finally did get that door open, when they busted through it, that they were going to feed this guy to those zombies. That's what I wanted throughout the whole film after this moment. I wanted somebody to feed him to the zombies. And yeah. sadly, it just never happened. <laughs> Brandon is heated. Calm down, I, was, I got mad. I, I, I did. I legitimately got mad that this guy didn't really get to suffer. Yeah. You know, I, I think that a lot of suffering. Yeah, I think that a lot of Korean horror uh, doesn't have, like, for the most part, what I've seen in Korean horror, whether it's this, the wailing, the eye. Um, I think I've seen the two or three other ones. I've seen another, or maybe one had a kind of a happy ending. 
but most of the times it seems like it's very attract very tragic their their endings are very on the down down like the wailing is it doesn't end with a happy happy ending it's not a happy happy movie but it has good great moments throughout it but yeah but this one yeah i, I did want that to happen i wanted him to get fed to the zombies to get his up uh, his you know get yeah. oh just get his but um when they got into that last cart uh, and they get back there with the, well, not the last cart, but the cart where the people ha- are, are be- being held at, um, they noticed that the, uh, and, I, and Tiffany got a comment I'm about to put there, here, but they noticed that the, uh, so he says, he, uh, the dad says to, if you get the dad's name, let me know. The dad says, you you but you know you butto essentially you you know you killed them that you could have saved them you could have saved them and uh, and and you know and hit them a few times but then he created mass hysteria by saying oh he's infected he's infected yeah. look at his eyes he's just like one of them where they have seen enough of these zombies to know that he's not one of them but because of mass hysteria and uh, and uh, you know they all start to believe yeah he is one of them they are all infected they all must be they all must leave i thought that was kind of um brutal and she says this and uh so your thoughts on what i said and your thoughts on her comment um yeah i yeah he hits him a few times and of course he he yells out they're infected it, it reminded me kind of like the the boy who cried wolf <laughs> you know you believe mm-hmm. it and until you really know what he really is, um, but it's just a tragic moment right there because you know they're about to get kicked off, you know, kicked out of this cart. So I'm like, God, I just wish this guy would get it so bad. <laughs> just oh, I just ah, man, I just wish he was getting it right now. I wish they were just throwing him with those zombies, but. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. He yeah, you never yeah, I agree. You never get that satisfying because even uh, okay, we will get to it. But uh, and uh, by the way, uh, she hit us up with the dad's name. Seek seek woo seek woo. Yeah, I'm not even going there. <laughs> Dad, uh, he uh, so yeah, they kick him into they kick those. The pre- even the pregnant woman, they kick them essentially off the train. They kick them in yeah. the back of the train, um, at the very back of the train, I guess. Um, and uh, and they try to lock them in, but at the same time, they're not watching the faux grandmother. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because what was was killed before she can get into the cart. But I think she had kind of sacrificed herself, though. It, it looked like she didn't want to. Yeah, in. yeah, she didn't want to come in. Yeah, it looks like she didn't want to come in. Uh, and 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 the and her sister, I guess, was like, "You you you idiot! You uh, sacrifice yourself. You're always giving. You're always putting people before yourself. And where did that get you? Uh, you know, got you dead. That's where it got you. Now you're dead. Uh, and they, look at these idiots. You know. And then like." She pretty much killed herself, man. She opened the door. <laughs> just she opened that door, and the 
the a hole. Like that woman, you know. And I just, uh, and at that point, the zombies get everybody in the car. Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, uh, child just came in the room, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, just like a zombie busting through the doors, realism. Uh, no, but yeah, so uh, and then from there we have them. Uh, essentially, it all goes down. They're the the survivors. The safety thing is thrown out at that yeah. point, and now everyone essentially has to get off the uh, get off the the train, you know, in order to uh, survive. And uh, the conductor, oh, the, the reason why they have to get off is because uh. There is a uh, wreck on the on the track, and so they gotta get switch trains. And so he goes to try to find another train for them to get on. Same time, everybody's getting off of it to try to, you know, find place. But then there's a wreck that happens, and uh, and we thought that the butthole is dead at this point, but he yeah. wasn't. He was in the bathroom with his little minion, and he tells his minion to look out there and see if his coast is clear, and he. Kicks the minion out yeah, <laughs> to the zombie so he can escape. Oh, this guy! This oh, you guy. saw that coming though. I mean, it's like yeah, I saw it I coming. Even it, I even said it aloud as I was watching it. He's about to kick you out the door. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's that's what he did, and he gets mauled, and so he can escape. Oh, I just I hate. I don't think I've ever watched a movie, especially a zombie movie, and hated one character more than I did this guy. Right. I don't. I, I don't think I have. So I give it. I give actor a lot of credit. I have never. I haven't felt that much hatred for a character in a movie in a long, long, long time. <laughs> for me, since Josh Hartnett and uh, Oh, but anyway, uh, I can't stand him. No, that's why I, I, to this day I don't like Josh Hartnett because of that role in Oh. I just can't stand the guy. I mean, I tried to watch Penny Penny Dreadful, but it's like Josh Hartnett. I can't get over it. Uh, but anyway. That movie, I've always liked him in the roles he's taken. No, oh, he's, he's a butthole, he's a royal butthole. But anyway, uh, in this movie, so it so there's a part where <laughs> the uh, the girl, like the baseball player and the girls, trying to find uh, safety, trying to get into the carts, trying to get through one cart, and uh, and in the back in the distance, you can see the butthole coming off one train. <laughs> he takes the girl and yeets her off the train into, uh, uh, not off the train, but into a zombie to get bitten. You know, just and I, I remember yelling at the TV. It's like, no, no, no God, one help, don't God. help the butthole because he is not like, even when the conductor dude try to help the butthole, he leaves the, he leaves him to die. Yeah. I feel you don't know like, about driving the train. But he leaves the conductor to die. Yeah, I mean he left him to die. He leaves everybody to die. <laughs> you know, it's just that's just that's the trend of the butthole. <laughs> he leaves. But then you see another character like the homeless guy, the one that at first people will look down on. The homeless yeah. guy, there's a scene where uh, uh there's a, tr- a crash and uh two car two train carts are kind of like Encaps- encapsulates the uh, the family and the father crawls through like a little small opening and that time time after he crossed through 
uh, a big metal piece falls over it, and he's trying to pry it. It's the the strength of a father for his child. He uh, he digs down deep to pull that off. Uh, but while he's doing that, at the same time, these zombies are falling through the glass on the of the trains, mm-hmm. and uh, and so the homeless guy who could have really left or whatever else gives himself up. He sacrifices himself to save the pregnant woman and the and the and the little girl and uh and redeems himself, you know. Yeah. Uh and and they the then then we have three survivors, we're down to three, and then the the butthole who you think's got on the bus, the train, and um oh, and the scene where the fam where the father, the dad uh, Sinkwu and the daughter and the and the pregnant woman. They make it on the bus. They make it on the train. But what do you think about that? With the zombies trying to grab on one another and just slowing it down. Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool to see, though. Uh, actually, uh, and I was like, when he started to to kick him, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're gonna get bit, or you're gonna fall fall off the train. So no, leave him alone. But you know he he got him. He started kicking him, and they started tumbling down. And so come he, in. He's I'm, 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 okay. He's happy. Uh, keep talking about it, Brandon. I'm gonna keep talking about. It. So he's kicking them, and he's and they eventually fall down, and they have more trying to get on the train, and but they they don't make it. So uh. So it's just the the pregnant woman, his daughter, and him left on that other train, and they're going to open the door. And I really shouldn't talk about this because Aaron's not right here, but <laughs> but maybe he'll repeat it. So they open the door, and the a hole's there, but he's uh, he's a zombie. And Aaron, maybe Aaron can correct me because I, I don't remember him getting bit. Maybe he got bit when he was on the when he was on the ground, and the conductor or the guy who was on the train helped him. And then, of course, he left him to die. But I do, I do not remember him getting bit. Um, but next thing we know, he's a zombie. But he's not really a zombie. He's still himself. And you find out he's doing all of this so he can see his mom. And um, But I got to be honest with you. I didn't feel sorry for him. After everything he's put everyone through, of all the people he's gotten killed, I did not feel sorry for him. And... You know, and I really don't want to mention this until Aaron gets back, but Aaron, you get close by. Nope, he's not. He's not close by at all. (laughs) Or maybe he is. I don't know. But anyway. I'm back. He's back. Okay. I got to the point where uh, the a-ho and the father are about to go at it. I heard heard everything. I just wasn't. I was like, it's like, uh. Didn't want to say that, but you know, I didn't know how yeah. far we were. You know, yeah, we no, live, so I gotta continue. We're live. Someone came to the door. Did you see him get bit? The a ho. Uh, he got bit when when uh when he was when the other guy the conductor comes to save him. I think he got bit then. Uh, but no, I don't think we actually. I think that there's a they didn't want you to see him get bit. So at the end, when you see him sitting up there. You realize that he's bit because, like at first you see him, you're like, oh, he's a zombie. Well, and then you think, 
uh, falsely, or maybe if I just keep him locked up in there, we're good, right? He's locked in that room, but he isn't fully turned yet. And so yeah. he, uh, I think the lower you get bit, maybe the, the, you don't turn as fast, but then the, the, the girl, the cheerleader got bit on the ankle too. And she kind of turned pretty fast. So oh, I, don't know, I don't know how, the, how it works because the uh, big guy, he got bit on his hand and it seemed like he was slower to turn. Um, but if you get bit, bit on your ankle, I assume that's where the, the guy got bit. You know, I don't know. I, I, I was like, when did he get bit? But you know, they're 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 fighting, and and the father sacrificed himself. Yeah, here comes that hand again, <laughs> over his mouth. I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I don't think there's a reason to put your hand on his mouth, man. I think I think you could have still. That's a pose for people. Could he have? So could he have done something different to still kick that dude off the train? And I think live. so. Uh, but once he put the hand over the mouth, I mean, I knew, I knew it was over. I mean, he yeah, and bit. not only did he get bit, he allowed it to. He just he used it as a gag to keep him from biting others and to control him. Almost like you know, have you ever had a puppy and the puppy wants to bite on your hand and you just kind of staring him with that. You know, um, it's it's kind of like that. Um, and he but he wraps him and then he flings himself and you know. But then he kind of, the sad part when he sets things is in fairs in order, like essentially telling this woman, "You gotta watch my daughter now." Yeah. You know, you gotta watch my daughter, and uh, I mean, nobody knows if the daughter's mom is still living. Uh, there is a sequel I haven't watched it yet. It's called Tra uh, Train to Busan at uh, the Peninsula, something like that. Um, yeah. but. But yeah, the pregnant woman and the daughter survives, and and we almost had a nightmare night not nightmare, but we almost had a night of living dead situation. Brandon, you want to talk about that? Oh yeah, if they would have done this, I think I would have given a negative review. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna go that way, Brandon. Because you got you got soldiers out there. Okay, they're they're, through, they're walking through a ton tunnel, and it's all dark. They can't tell if they're human or not. Uh, this is after they get off the train, of course. And, you know, the guy, one of the soldiers looking at the scope, and he's been ordered uh, to shoot because they can't tell. And then you start hearing singing from the little girl, which comes back into play from the beginning of the movie because the father missed the recital. So and she stopped uh, singing because she was sad to yeah. sing then because her father wasn't there. But she's yeah. singing now in, in, in uh, I guess in honor of her father, yeah. that's what I take from it. And I was like, if they shoot them, <laughs> oh man, what a, what a terrible and tragic way to end the movie. You know, I mean, it's already tragic to begin with, but to kill these two characters, mm -hmm. what are you trying to say? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fortunately, she starts singing. They realize they're human, and that, that's how we go. That's how we're gonna go off with the movie. They don't die, so thankfully. But man, I, I was I was nervous. I was I, I don't. It's been a while since I've been that nervous towards the ending of a movie. 
you know, uh, I don't usually get nervous for characters mm -hmm. in a movie, but I was nervous. I was scared for this little girl and this pregnant woman, you know, and true. Yeah. yeah, I was too. Like they said, uh, like the song that she was saying was Alo Aloha, Aloha, uh, till we meet again. Aloha. Yeah. Uh, it's like a it's like a Elvis song. I want to say I'm not sure. Don't don't hold me to it, guys. But uh, but yeah, uh, it was one of those songs, uh, and it just was man. But just singing it, it's, it was supposed to be a happy song. Um, but uh, she's singing it in such a sad way. Um, singing singing in such a sad way, and I. I don't know. I just thought that it was just a very sad ending, and and you just—it is a sad. No ending. one really survives. No one really survives. I mean, you have what's left is a daughter who lost her grandmother for sure, lost her father for sure. Don't know if her her mother's still living. You got a woman who also. Uh, character build building. Uh, so the mother, the be the the pregnant woman, she at one point called her child the fetus. Didn't refer to it as the baby. You know, was kind of uh, disconnected with being a mother. Uh, where the father to be was very overjoyed. He says, I, I, "I did that to her." You know, something like that. You know, he was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, that's me. That's my work right there." You know. Uh, and um, but he was like overjoyed with being a father. He actually said, "Hey, name the child this. You know, that's gonna be the kid's name. You know, uh, give me like he's saying, give me this, give me this. You know, uh, before he sacrificed himself. But she at the end becomes more motherly and more maternal, uh, caring for this child that's not her own. Uh, you know, and so." I believe that I believe that she's gonna look after that little girl, like it, like she's her own her own child. I mean, yeah, I, I would hope so. I mean, everything they've been through. I mean, I would hope. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I think she would look out for her. Um, but it is a tragic ending. I mean, it's. I mean, the whole film is is a tragedy, as you said earlier. Um, it's just, and I. I you know, zombie films don't typically feel like a tragedy, even though they are. You know, mm -hmm. they, they they don't typically feel like a tragedy. Um, I don't. I didn't feel like watching George Romero's trilogy. Uh, it was sad at certain points, but I didn't. You know, it it was fun too, and it just it didn't feel like a tragedy. Zombieland definitely doesn't feel like a tragedy. Uh, uh, but this one did. I mean, uh, this one did. It is. It's okay. I mean, it's it's different. I would put it that way. It's it's a different zombie film than I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, we're about to go ahead and get into the scores uh, of our of the. I'm just finishing up real quick. So we're about to go into the scores of what we thought on the uh, movie. I can't talk and type at the same time. Uh, all right, so Brandon, uh, we're gonna go with George first. You ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. 
I give it a four out of five on the markout meter. All right, Brandon scored uh, is a four on the markout meter. Um, I don't know what I wrote right there. I, say, I can't type and talk at the same time. But uh, so that's what he gives it. Uh, I give it a score of five on the markout meter. I actually um, I dug the movie. I thought that it was um, I thought it was impressive. Um, I thought it's more than just a zombie movie. This is more than just a zombie movie. This is a drama. This is a tragedy. This is a uh, it has comedic elements to it. It's very suspenseful. Uh, it has a lot more to go to it, and it's this is more entertaining. This is my favorite zombie movie. Uh, it, my favorite zombie movie before this was Dawn of Dawn of the Dead. The, the remake. Uh, and then uh, after that, it would be Don of the Dead, the original Romero Don of the Dead. And uh, the third one would probably be Shaun of the Dead. I consider it a zombie movie, and it's like one of my favorite ones. Uh, but this movie has catapulted itself to the top of my list. It's my favorite zombie movie that um, that I've ever seen. Just because it this movie's so good, I bought it on Blu-ray, and it's free on Netflix, or it was free on Netflix for, at the time. I was like, I'm getting this because it's such a good movie. Um, and yes, I stand by it, and I can't wait to see uh, part two, honestly. Brandon? Uh, well, you may want to wait on part two if the views have anything to say. It, it's not good. <laughs> oh. it's, it's got a rotten tomato score. Uh, but no, no, you may like it. Uh, Tiffany says you have taste. Take effort. <laughs> I feel I like I give it a one out of five by that comment, even though I give it a four out of five. But that's all right. Well, it seems like you, Brandon, are uh, making more enemies than you are actually making friends. Uh, that's how. That's how I do it. I upset a lot of people. Well, that's you wouldn't be brand if you wasn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose not. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. Next week's episode. Oh boy, we're doing we're taking this show in a different direction. Uh, this is not about movies. Next week, um, we are interviewing uh, uh, Jake Eakin. Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing his name uh, right. He's a guy who has an interesting backstory uh, as a young as a young juvenile, like 12, 12 years old. He and his friends, he and his friend uh, murdered, participated in the murder of another kid in their community. And he went to prison and stuff for it. And now he's out. And uh Next week, we get to talk to him about his life, about the crime, and also about where his life is now and what he's doing now. Um, it's going to be interesting, um, to, to, to say the least. Um, and uh, I will say this uh, real quick in relation to uh, Train to Busan. Tiffany says that Aaron has, has taste. Thank you. And she also says, Alive is really good, good too. So that's on Netflix. I did watch that Tiffany Alive. I thought that was, um, 
I thought that was really um, interesting take on on the zombie apocalypse. It almost takes it dealing with the current pandemic and coronavirus, how people are kind of stowed away, locked away from one another, got quarantined themselves, and he has to stay alive in his apartment and he can't really leave his apartment because he doesn't really have a lot of groceries. And um, it's it's a it's an interesting movie. It's on Netflix. I recommend you watch it, Brandon. It's also South Korean uh, horror film. Uh, but that one is Brandon. That one is dubbed in English, so you don't have to read nothing. So you're okay. <laughs> so you should watch that. Um, so there you go. Give give other cultures a, a chance, Brandon. That's all I'm saying. Um, but anyway, uh, Brandon, anything you want to say before we uh, depart? No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> you said it all. Next week's going to be uh, an interesting episode. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting uh, yeah. to see where that goes. But um, I think I'm. I don't. I don't have anything to add to Train to Busan uh, other than uh, the sequel starts streaming in November 24th. I think. Okay. I well, I, will be I said I read somewhere it was streaming in November. Also, uh, also, um, I want to say this. Also, another person, uh, Joseph, is saying something. I'm going to post that too, real quick. Uh, Train to Busan has a prequel. It's an animated movie. It's South Korean, but it's also animated. It's called uh, Soul Station. Uh, so it's it it's all the it's what's happening uh, leading up to train the train to Busan. Like, and you know, I, I believe it also features some of the homeless, the homeless guy uh, that get mixed on the train, but in animated form and some other people. Um, it's, it's a prequel to this train to Busan and I, it, it is on Amazon prime right now. So, um, but I think that it is subtitled Brandon. So I'm so sorry. You probably would never watch it, but, uh, Joseph says this. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, Joseph. Joseph. Orgasmically entertaining as always. Keep up the good work, fellas. Always fun. Thank you, Joseph. We're going to have you back on sometime. Also, we want to uh, pray for the family of Tracy Smothers. He passed away. Um, thoughts and prayers to him and his family, or for him and his family and friends. And, um, uh, Till next time, and in between time, Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey. We are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us.